Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Mojiella Wodeal. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to... I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! We want to thank you for joining us here in the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. Because you are amazing. You are amazing. You are amazing. So amazing, so amazing, so amazing. I, I got no more. <laughs> oh, y'all, you know we ready. Because you know what? You know what? We ready. We ready today. Just dancing. Dancing to nothing. Dancing to nothing. Just dancing, having a good time, having a good time. Listen, listen, we want to thank you so much for supporting us through Patreon. We want to thank your listenership, your, your sharing. Let me tell you something. Frances just just had a um a Freudian moment where she was trying to remember Patreon, but she said Calvary. I did. That's what you are. You are the Calvary. The Calvary people. You do that again because I think it cut you. It did that. Did weird... it? Yeah. She's she's doing a little horn. I was doing a little toot to do cavalry horn. You 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 just, just it, I was transported. Girl. I was transported. Like, where are you? It was it. You are amazing heroes and and benefactors of the arts and all things good and righteous. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. And let me tell you. And let me tell you. When you become a Patreon supporter, we give you. Three micro idiots a week. You know what? And we just want to make sure that you have enough of moose bushes right. during right. the week. Right. For the whole week. Right. You get yes. three a week. And they don't yeah. all come out at once. Like they 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 come out like a nice little like courses. And yes. right now, if you turn up there are over six hundred. You, yes. you are backlogged. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to have a day in your life without a laugh. That's right. That's right. Get you that get you that get you that self-care that you you know we all kind of need right now speaking of self-care did you know that you can get a cameo video from frangela we will amazing news yes yes angela we will wish you happy holidays whatever you're celebrating or not celebrating or not celebrate we will even be we'll be curmudgeons if that's what you need <laughs> if that's what you need you got it some curmudgeonly love we will curmudgeon all over <laughs> you go to cameo.com and pick up a cameo from frangela and and go to sexyliberal.com you can check out our pay-per-view los angeles show you it's can so find good. out all kinds of information about shows that are coming up especially uh, you know and that on the sexy liberal indictment tour That's so right. please go to sexyliberal.com and join us every friday in the third hour of the stephanie miller show it's the blackest hour on radio yes it is should we get started Absolutely, because the idiots don't stop. No, they don't. All right. First up, Donnie J. 
Gondola packed with tourists capsizes in Venice after passengers refused to stop taking selfies. People, what is it going to take? What is it going to take? What is it going to take? You know what, Angela? I mean, we've all, you know, we've all grown up in the age mm -hmm. of motherfucking cameras. Cameras ain't fucking new. Thank okay? You. That you. shit ain't new. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you. Why are we, why are we harming ourselves? People are literally dying trying to take a picture of themselves. Bitch, you know what you look like. I I just, I just don't understand. Okay. Um, this is the problem I have, Francis, with this story. You know, um, yeah. I have read, <laughs> and I mean this morning, I have read that the canal water, that mm -hmm. Venice, mm -hmm. those beautiful canals, that is very, um, well, that it 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 connects or as part of a sewage disposal system. Mm -hmm. um, there are some parts of the place that use mo more modern systems, but a lot of the wastewater is apparently... No, and I, I mean, I'm trying to verify this because I'm like, is this true? Um, is this true? And and it seems to be. A group of tourists capsized a gondola in Venice after they were warned against taking selfies and standing in the boat. It's a boat. It's a moving thing. Gondola was passing under a bridge near St. Mark's Square when it flipped over, dumping its occupants into the frigid water. Video. There's video. Because you know why? You know why there's video? Because somebody was filming. Because somebody was filming. And you know why? Because we do not exist in this culture without there being a camera some or ears somewhere. Well, here's my problem with these people. You didn't have to take the photo standing. No. You could have sat your ballast ass <laughs> in that fucking gondola <laughs> and not had it tip over and still had a picture of you in the gondola. I yep. do not understand why the simple direction, the only job you have on the gondola is to sit there. It's to stay. It's to stay in it. That's it. Stay in it. And this is what you deserve, what this man said after that, because what they blamed it on was overweight passengers. And that was, that's on, that, that's why I'm telling you something. They said that because they mad at you. They mad. Because they sick of this, they sick of this mess. Okay, so, 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 so the gondolier had told the five passengers to sit still until they were under the bridge. So they, not, as not to disrupt the center of gravity. None of you are Madonna. None of you. <laughs> or Jesus, because he can walk Thank on water, you. supposedly. Thank you. None of you get to get to be a lucky star today. <laughs> Come on. So despite the warnings, the passengers continued to stand. Yes, of course they did. And take more pictures, causing the boat to tip over. In videos shared by to social media, videos. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. tourists were seen clinging to the boat, yelling, oh, my God, as they desperately tried to pull themselves into a nearby vessel. The gondolier then also jumped into the freezing waters of the canal, helping the passengers to safety on a rescue gondola. See, because I'm going to tell you, 
I'm gonna tell you after I told your ass. Yeah, after I told you, ass. Time after time. That's why I can't be a gondolier, Angela. That's one of the reasons. That's why I can't. Also, I don't know how to swim. Girl, I don't think your arms are long enough, <laughs> and oh, there's girl. a whole swimming thing. Girl. But I have to tell you, from my point of view, this is my problem. What made me giggle a little too stupidly in this was the idea of a rescue gondola. Gondola. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it yellow? Does it have lights? So like, <laughs> little long strokes. Logged. like it's just but the i i wouldn't i'd be like look you know what you're doing you don't need to be rescued right you knew uh -uh. that you could stand up so why do you need me you weren't gonna listen to me that means you don't need to be involved with me done <laughs> i i just i can't with people the venice gondoliers association reduced capacity on the boats back in 2020 Blaming overweight passengers what else, and bringing the max capacity from six to five people on smaller boats and from 14 to 12 on bigger boats. Those none of those boats seem that big to me. I'm like 14 people. I know. Well, that was the really long ones, right? That have yeah, but... two gondoliers. <laughs> Gondoliers, <laughs> that's the plural. It's just, it's just getting a little gondoliers. You know what? Stop embarrassing us overseas. <laughs> Next up, oh, 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 I just have to say this. I don't, I don't trust this math. Okay, what math? From the gondoliers, the Venice Gondoliers Association. You don't trust their math? Why? I don't trust their math, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because. When people come in groups, right, and large groups, see, if you are in a group of six, now what do you have to do? You got to get two boats. So you're saying, okay, but if you were a group of seven, you had to get two boats before. But see, but see, but if you were a group of seven, that's different. But see, because you, this is the thing. We travel in pairs oftentimes when we're. But I mean, if you were a family, you're three. Right. Yeah, we're three. And that would right. work, right? But I'm just saying, if you're a large group, see, I just, I find it, I'm going to tell you, having a bus down to five, do you understand? I understand what you're saying, but I think that... It's like my mother's idea of breaking a dollar. You done busted this I dollar. I understand what you're saying, but I really feel like this is an area where I'm just not willing, this is not a hill I'm willing to get anywhere near to die on. <laughs> the having to get two gondolas in Venice fight like this. I can't think of a more bougie, less in need of my activism fight than this. Look at me. Let's listen, listen. Let's talk about this math, okay? This this fight is so not. I mean, I applaud you and your passion, but I am not. I'm not ready to even get slightly peeved by that. <laughs> well, you know what it is? It to me. It's this, and I get it, and I also get it because this is how people make their money, and this is how you make your 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 your, your stacks. But I don't find it fair to the tourist. Okay, next up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> come on! Seriously, are you? I can. You're not gonna get me upset about people who are getting a gondola ride in Venice, maybe having to get two boats. <laughs> What's happened to you, Angela? I don't, I don't know what's happened to you. I don't care. Next <laughs> up, I don't. What I what I care about is the water. Maybe sewagey. Don't get in it. Okay, okay. This next one, I need. To, we need to talk about this. 
self-professed healer charged in death of grandmother at quote unquote slapping therapy workshop. <laughs> what the okay, okay, okay. This I just I want to at the very first I give a shout out of mad respect. <laughs> From the Callier Holinsky Institute and from the Shelton Nugent yep. College University Center Institute. Yeah. Both of both institutions, we have joined forces to give an award to this. What's the person's name here? I just had it. Hung is it Hung Chi yes. Chow or Chow? Chow, yeah. Yeah. Dao, yeah. Hung Chi Chow, who's the founder of the Palela Institute and the author of Heal Yourself Naturally Now. This is their <laughs> brainchild and i have to say on behalf of two absolutely absolutely wrong not even right adjacent organizations we salute you because this that's shit the fact that you've been able to pedal this is next level like this is you make us look small time okay i mean really state street justice has got to bring that we have got to bring them in for the workshop my thing is you are running and promoting Ooh, so good. And a, 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 an ideology called Heal Yourself Naturally Now that involves slapping the shit out of yourself. No. Or getting slapped. This is getting my slapped. Getting slapped. Somebody else gets I Does somebody I think, get to beat you? Yeah, and I think it's a practitioner, which probably means him. Or uh, which I mean, I'm going for this accreditation. I'm going to become a slap instructor if it's the last thing I do. I will be a certified slapper because this is like a dream come true. Like, that, how have I not been headhunted for this? I don't understand. This is so. I was like, oh, I have found my purpose, Angela. It's to promote healing through slapping the mess out of people. I, I mean. You're supposed to ask the question is who does the slapping cure? Them or me? Why okay. can't it be all of us? <laughs> okay. The slapper or the slappy. Why can't it be all of us? Why it gotta be so binary? Why it gotta be so binary about it? Maybe okay. everybody gets something. Okay. You the slapper and the slappy get according to their needs. Well, here we go. I bet you can make a list right now of people who need a good slap. <laughs> oh, oh shit. See, I got the list. What you mean, make a list? Then check it twice. Let me take it off the wall here. Let me take it off the wall. <laughs> totally. Like motherfucking Santa's shop, shop in this drop. Shop up in this motherfucker. Dude. Okay, this Danielle Cargom, yes. 71, <laughs> was found dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, can I stop? Can I stop? Can I stop? Can I stop right there? Danielle, you're 71, girl. You're supposed to be home making cookies, getting fat around the middle. <laughs> I don't care what you're doing, but... Okay. okay. Let me tell you something. Danielle had type 1 diabetes. Yes, she did. Okay, which is uh, sometimes been called, I think, juvenile diabetes. Yes, yes, So yes. it is... I, I think the implication here is it's not lifestyle... No. ...induced, they say, or caused <laughs> no. by that. So, and it, it makes you, I believe you're insulin dependent. Yes, so, you are. So, uh, well, she, I guess she was always looking for alternative treatments, which I'm down with, right? But I don't think we stop the treatment that we isn't alternative while That's we right. do 
while we look for the, the alternatives. Right. Because the gap between alternative and non-alternative is nothing. It's death. It's, yeah, it's a bad path. That's where death is waiting like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Are you going to not do this? Are you gonna, like, it's, it's so. Okay, so she was, Danielle was getting <laughs> the pot, pot of lodging therapy. <laughs> the slap therapy. She was, she was doing her, some sessions. It's a, allegedly a holistic Chinese method in which patients are slapped or slap themselves. You can do either. Although I believe that getting slapped works better. Mm -hmm. Repeatedly. In order to supposedly draw out toxins or sha, the outlet explained. Mm -hmm. So this is something that they've come up with. Mm -hmm. That again, fucking brilliant. Um, the session was being run by Hong Chi Chao, who's the founder. So she had the best practitioner. Of it. Okay. The founder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it discusses the, his Heal Yourself Naturally Now, discusses the benefits of the Paida Lajin as a method for increasing circulation and drawing out blood toxins. Okay. Increasing blood circulation and drawing out toxins is not the pancreas making insulin. This is, this is where we have to, okay. Let's talk about um, cause and effect. Okay. <laughs> insulin. I think what you're what you're saying, Francis, is that insulin is about sugars. Yes. Right. In your body and your body's inability to make insulin or to control its insulin levels. So, so while you may have circulatory issues, OK, yes. and why and why you may even have some toxins floating around in your blood. Mm hmm. D D you are quite right in saying <laughs> neither of those things not no are what you're taking the insulin for thank you angela and i know that you want to rub some um non-traditional health all over noni juice whatever to you know kind of magically understand you know one of the best things i've ever heard and i i swear i live by it is that God is in the pill. You know, Francis, on a daily basis, I I I run into this 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 feeling. And here's the deal. I have I have anxiety, right? Mm -hmm. So I take medication for it. Now mm -hmm. every every day, oh, I my health provider is sending me little notes like you should try meditating. You should try have you heard about meditating? How about some mm -hmm. meditation? But what they don't mean is stop taking your medication and try meditation. Right. They're like, take your medication and maybe try some meditation. Not one or the other. And this is where grandma Danielle, which I'm going to tell you something. It might be the name. I don't, I feel like there's a thing with the name Danielle. You got to have the right middle name to balance that out. It's a powerful yeah. name. It is a powerful name. That basically she, so, okay. So the guy, the founder, Zhao of Cloudbreak, California, he got arrested when he returned to the UK from Australia via an extradition warrant. I want you to think about that because they had to do a lot to go get this person. Yep. Like that's a lot of countries, a lot of extradition issues, a lot of whatever, but they, they went that far to do it. He was charged with manslaughter by gross negligence related to her death. All right. Here's the thing that I have to ask. Okay. 
the okay, so his institute, which boasts that its mission is to quote transform our world into a healthier place by slapping the shit out of you. No, doesn't yeah. say by slapping the shit out of you. But no, but that is it. Did not respond to requests for comments. Okay, on his arrest. I hope when he does, he slaps the person who asks. I really. <laughs> That's what we do. You feel better? All right. All right. This is my problem about this 71 year old person. And again, I'm with you. Never stop crying. Never give up hope. Never, never, really? never. But you have lived longer with long this time. disease, with That's it, than right. you have. We know plenty of people who have died without having this diabetes. That's right. You've lived longer with this disease than you have left on this earth to try to live without it. Okay? Right. But what you have not done, it, for me, it is this thing of, we have such shame and issues trying to, we are who we are. Mm -hmm. And we're made how we're made. Yeah. You know? And we may not love it, but we have, we do have to honor it. I have to say, for instance, if diabetes could be cured through slapping, black people would not have diabetes. Because <laughs> if there's one thing you're going to get as a black person, it's slapped. Be often in your life is slapped. Okay. So. If there's any chance that that works, trust me, you would never see a black person with diabetes. I'm telling you, but she had, basically she documented her decision to attend the, and this is where I said, I wrote it on my, on the article, give these people their props, give this <laughs> institute their props to attend the $951 course. <laughs> it is a week long. <laughs> where what they do is smack the shit out of you for a week. So, and the reason I feel comfortable saying smack the shit is because the, and, and it's better than that. That's not the only bit of uh, beating on you they do. But she said in the first session that took place in Bulgaria, that's a warning, by yep. the way, a red flag. If it's in Bulgaria, that's a problem. Uh, resulted in large areas of my body were bruised blue, which indicated that a lot of shaw or poisoned blood and toxins had been released. That's called that's called contusions. That's called severe bruising. <laughs> that's bruising. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> there's an indicator there, but that was after day one, okay? They then kept smacking the shit out of her. And she, of course, and then she also underwent Legion, which apparently is the forcible stretching on a hard bench, which she recalled, she documented this in her blog, felt like agony and eternity. They basically racked her Yes. And smack the shit out of her for a week. Because they're masochists. But do you see the perfect, the perfect vocation and avocation meeting up here? Like, <laughs> you want to smack people and you want to help them. And, and, and here's the thing. There are stupid rubes out here who are desperate and i don't want to call people rubes who are looking for no. an alternative answer they're not rubes but oftentimes we're rubes <laughs> look we're it can rubes. happen it can happen to the best of us and especially when it's playing into an area where you have a lot of 
you know, emotion and a lot of feeling and, and, yeah. and uh, I would even say maybe a desperation and certainly That's hope, what I'm you saying. Know. And so um, shortly before her death, Danielle told readers that she stopped injecting her insulin for two days. She, of course, resumed when her blood sugar, not surprisingly, went sky high. Mind you, she recorded that she she understands that it's blood sugar. Yes. That she's dealing with. To me, once I got there in this article, I went, this guy isn't responsible for that. No. Unless he told her to stop taking her medication. But even then, she's an adult. and she, That's you know, right. So she said, she went on to say in this post, my hope is that a second and perhaps third group workshop will help me to heal completely. She was already prepared to spend another $2,000. At least. At least, just on the session, not getting there, staying there, all that. To gismacked and racked more. Yep. Well, because because you know why, Angela, you cannot stop people from believing what they want to believe. That you cannot you cannot stop people from wanting to be healed in the ways that they want to be healed. And if and if and if she was if she saw him as a healer, she went to her death thinking that th that this bullshit. If I let. You know what? If I had walked up, imagine this. If I walked into my mama's house and said, <laughs> look, look here, I'm a, I'm a, can, you, can I borrow $951? You know I ain't got it. Mm -hmm. Can I borrow $951? For what, girl? To, what you need $951 to, for? Because I, I got the diabetes, okay? Mama, I got that diabetes. Uh -huh. And this man, he say, if I give him $951, he gonna slap it out of me. Do you feel better? Do you need your insulin? He gonna get the shot of me. Did I get it? Did I get it? Let me get it for you. Save myself nine hundred and fifty-one dollars. Go back over here. Don't you want your medicine? Don't you want your medicine? I'm telling you. Lay your stupid ass on the dining room table while your daddy and I pull your arms. Are you kidding me? I bet you, Francis, I don't know if you can think of what the number one critique of this method is. What? That it has no scientific basis. It's <laughs> <laughs> the number one critique of it. That it has no scientific basis. But you know what? The fact that we have, there very quickly, the case against science has been, that has been brought worldwide where we distrust science as as a tool and don't want to use it. But we, but if I make you all kinds of unfounded, unprovable, unclear conjecture promises that are just vague, mm -hmm. you give me your money. But you don't want to trust science. I just don't understand because as you pointed out so correctly, Francis, she lives to 71. She's been controlling it. It's not like, it's not like the medical, her doctor was like, look, there's nothing else we can do. And we were wildly swinging at shit because insulin was no longer working. That's nothing right. Nothing was working anymore. Then I'm going to give you a pass on every bit of crazy, except things that are just, you know, wrong. Yeah. Um, but if you decide that you're going to let somebody try to smack you because you're at that, but that, that wasn't the case. The treatment she had was working. Yep.
it wasn't curing her because they don't have the cure yet. Yeah. But what it was doing was maintaining her life. She went out. She died having spent a week getting smacked. That is not... That's not the way to go. I would like my last thought, my last breath to be with some people I love laughing, not getting smacked and racked. <laughs> and that is not... It's not okay. We'll be right back after these messages. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. Welcome back. This is from Ellen S. Cleveland man agrees to, to 17 and a half year sentence for running drug ring from prison. So when I first saw Angela, when I first Slow saw clap. this title, Slow <laughs> clap. I thought what they were saying was he was running drugs Inside in prison? prison. No, that's for amateurs. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you something. This is a week of me saluting all the dummies. <laughs> I'm just like, look at you. Yeah. Look at you, Charles Daniels, 45. Mm -hmm. Oh, Charlie Daniels. A Cleveland man. He's agreed to this 17.5 year prison sentence because after all, it does not slow his role. Mm -mm. Uh, he admitted to running a large scale drug ring from his Youngstown cell block. He pled guilty to conspiring to deal drugs and four counts of using a phone in the commission of drug crime. I can say that as a charge seems extremely like we're just adding, like they, we've just made up laws to, to really to fuck with people who don't yeah. have proper attorneys because if you set it face to face, if you don't get the phone charge. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. So basically, he and 16 others were charged. Three others have already pled guilty and 11 others indicate that they intend to plead guilty. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm going to plead guilty. Yeah, yeah that, that's going to happen. He apparently ran the crew from his cell at this Ohio State Penitentiary, which has the nerve to call itself a super maximum security prison. Yeah, in your dreams. Sometimes using the prison's phone. <laughs> I totally thought right here this was going to be inside this story was going to be a phone in a vestibule. Right, you know right, what right. I mean? You, you, just, you know you, you got vestibules, you got phones. I was like, oh, this is going to be, so he's going to have all sorts of office supplies up his butt. But no, no, he used the prison. That they, oh, everybody knows they're recording all of those calls. Let me tell you something. Charlie Daniels don't care. He don't care. So um, apparently he ran this drug ring for almost a year, over a year, two years. And uh, he, the group supplied fentanyl to street level dealers in Wooster. Street level, street, the street outside the prison level. Yeah. Street <laughs> dealers in Wooster. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. And I say it all over and over and over again. First of all, fentanyl is 
is horrific and I hope they throw the, the book at him. But I have to say this in terms of gathering all of our spirits as human beings. If this man, Charles Daniels, 45, has the capacity to run a multi-tiered, multi-level inter-fucking-prize with, without freedom, without, without really funds, right? That's right. No, he has commissary money. He doesn't have actual money. I'm not celebrating that. What I'm celebrating is, and looking at, and I'm not celebrating, but what I'm asking us all to look at is how much wasted talent. Thank you. We are leaving on the fucking floor in this country. Because if this man could be directed to do something positive with those fucking skills, if Dude. we could turn him and rehabilitate that man and get that kind of mind. I mean. Going in the right direction. Oh my God, we, we do all kinds of things in this country. He apparently, he used two fentanyl suppliers from Cleveland and hooked them up with dealers in Wayne County. He, these are across state. Yes. He's doing something that they weren't able to do on the outside, okay, from inside prison. We couldn't get our shipping fucking containers into the fucking ports. This man is running shit. Put Charlie. Put Charlie Daniels on it. He got a cut of the drug dealer's money, which might meant, by the way, that somebody had to go put money in his commissary. That's now, this right. is one of my questions at the prison. Do we not ever ask the question, where is the commissary money coming from? Not never. Not never. Is that a, it, it may be a violation of people's rights. Although I think once you're in prison, you don't really have those. So I don't know that, that that's, but I'm like, the reality here is if somebody is always getting, like, I, I just think that that alone should be some sort of indication of something. So he um, apparently levied threats from his prison cell. He uh, did everything you have to do running the drug game. Right. He also boasted in a call about how much he could do behind bars saying, just call me Joe Biden. I'm Mr. Get It Done. Charlie is up on politics. And not only that, not only that, he a Joe Biden man. So I just was like, and oh, if Charlie. I were Joe Biden, I would use that as a motherfucking, <laughs> I'd get Charlie <laughs> Daniels. Just like like just like Trump is getting his January Sixers in prison to sing songs, I'd be like, "I'm Joe Biden, Mister get, get It Done. I'm Joe Joe Biden, uh -oh. getting it, getting it done." You know, <laughs> I I gotta tell you, often I'm like, "How did the music industry not snap us up?" You would think that they would have just demanded that we become recording artists. Uh, he used the money in his commissary. He used the money to pay for phone calls. So he reinvested it in his business. Yeah. And the commissary. He's already, he was serving an eight-year prison sentence for dealing heroin and fentanyl. Yep. And, and, and here's my thing. You get this man's mind off of making money in that way. Look, I got a business degree. I know what's, I know that this is the problem. This is a program. This is not even a pro. These are numbers running wild. Give them a program to do. Can you even imagine? Give them, give them something to do. When you give this man something to do with his time and the way to make his money for real legit, 
you'll never have this problem again. This That's is the problem. This is this what is I'm my saying. problem. This is okay. what I'm saying. I blame the prison system. Look, I do too. This is my. They're the <laughs> idiots here because I'm like, okay, I get that in Russia. You know what's his name is missing now? Valny or Valny? Navalny. Yeah. Navalny. Yeah. Because you know, prison in Russia is a whole different thing. How you? Yeah, they lose your ass. They lose you. Yeah. Here in this, like, we are missing huge opportunities to actually have fun, you know, functional people in our communities. Yeah. And and you're absolutely right. What I was struck by is this man successfully negotiated drugs for two years from prison. Prison isn't working. No. We already have. It's just not working as a deterrent or as a method of stopping crime. No, nope. it is not working. And this is why I'm sitting here going. We need a new we need a new deal in this. We need a new paradigm. A very new paradigm. And I'm going to suggest that maybe we need to hook up second idiot story with this story and say maybe instead of a prison system we need a slapping system. <laughs> because I believe slapping has a much better chance of of getting some sort of change in behavior than prison is currently able capable of. Has has the has slapping become your you know Moby Dick? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm. I just want the world to feel better and be better. And if that comes from me dedicating myself to smacking each and every goddamn person on this planet, it's gonna be all right. It's gonna be. I all will right. do it. Next up, Eric M. Barber started Shoreview Fire to get owner to move barber shop to Columbia Heights. Okay. Basically the story. What happened to persuasion? What happened? <laughs> a conversation. A motherfucking conversation. The bribe. I don't know. Maybe some pussy. I don't know. A night of cocaine and hookers. That's all we could come up with was a fight. Okay. Go ahead. I can't. Here we go. Barbara Dennis Manning reached out to a colleague last month after he was forced out of the shop he ran in Columbia Heights for 22 years. Manning and Paul Vanderveer, who owns Polly's Ray's Sports Barbershop, that's a mouthful, in Shoreview, have known each other for about eight years. Vanderveer had rented a chair at Manning's now shuttered Sportsman's Barbers for four years before opening his own shop shop in 2017. Last week, Manning took Vanderveer up on his offer to rent a chair at Polyrays. Vanderveer went so far as to let Manning set up a few of his arcade games and put out his old sign from the sportsman outside the shop. And then, and then both, both are now without a barbershop after Manning on the second on the job at Polly Ray's intentionally set a fire inside the shop, which is now gutted and closed. Okay. Criminal charges are against the 55-year-old. He's 55, by the way. Manning is charged with arson. He was arrested at the scene of the fire. Come on. Okay. Come on. Let him go find you. Okay, Manning could not be reached for comment. Investigators said he believed Manning started the blaze as a way to get him to open a new location with him elsewhere. He did it, this quote, he did it right on camera. Vanderveer 40 said, I don't know what he was thinking. 
if he didn't know the cameras were there or what, but if it wasn't there, we'd been even a bigger mess. It is so insane. Yeah. Okay. There's a there's a number the number of problems, but but I you know you worked there you knew there were cameras. I don't I don't I don't know why. Again, persuasion. Maybe talk it out. Um, I fire is not a tool. It's certainly not a persuasive. It's not a tool of persuasion. Of persuasion. You know what, Angela? That is a really, you know, that's a really great title for something. Fire is not a tool of persuasion. <laughs> no, it's not. The arsonists. Listen up, arsonists. That's a chapter in, um, yeah. The Mindful Criminal the mindful. series. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. We have to stop using fire. Okay, people. You have to stop using it for anything other than barbecuing. And even then, I do question if everybody should be doing that activity. People, why I can't, I can't get my mind around, I'm gonna do this. See, see, I got a couple of rules that this comes right up against. Mm. As Francis, you know, I say this. No plan, it's not a plan if it involves somebody else has to do something or feel a certain way about something. Mm -hmm. When we do things to elicit responses from that we want from other people, what we seem to forget often is that we don't know what their response is going to be. No. And in fact, even if this fire had gone well and he hadn't been, quote, caught, there's no reason to automatically think that the guy would have said, well, my reaction to this fire is I'm going to open a location with you. It's it's entirely likely that he wouldn't have had the money to do that. It's entirely likely that he, especially if he wasn't insured and who knows, like that he would maybe even just quit. When I think about, we both went to this yoga studio for a, a, a while that we both really liked. And the owner who had resisted selling it mm -hmm. for years, mm -hmm. right? It never seemed like he was going to, but he had, a, I forget what that instrument is called. Harmonium. The harmonium. He had this beautiful harmonium in the front of the the room, right? The workshop studio or whatever. So somebody apparently stole it and it devastated him. Mm -hmm. Like when I say devastated. Like devastated. Devastated. He sold the business. Yeah. It broke him. It broke him. And nothing, I mean, and it was like, and, and I think about that. And then I think about how we know a woman who was a producer at a theater who really thought that the, the powers that be weren't spending enough money on this theater. She wanted it mm -hmm. fixed up. She wanted better lights. She wanted it, you know, a better, uh, all sorts of things. And they just wouldn't invest in the theater. So she decided to get them in trouble with the authorities. Mm. She yep. called because there was a liquor license issue that they were kind of flutzing around. And so she called and reported them. And what happened? Shut down the whole business. They closed the business. They just, they were like, we don't need. Put her out of a job. Yeah, they're like, we don't need this. And they, she, they, they were like, well, then we won't, we won't serve booze. We won't do, and, and that ended that. Yeah. She handicapped herself further. See, that it's never a plan when it requires that other people do something or react in a very specific way. Well, can I just, just put a, also a little like cherry on top called magical thinking. Magical mm. thinking is not having a balanced understanding of reality. Magical mm. thinking is living in a magical playground where you are controlling the outcomes of events. And yeah. that's not true. It's not true. That's not real. You know, things may lean. Maybe this is the other thing too about people living in black and white binary worlds. 
you may win, but you might win by 51%. Right. You still won. It leaned towards you. You in you in the green, but just barely. Let me tell you, if you can't talk people into your business enterprise, then seriously, you shouldn't <laughs> have the enterprise. Like yeah. that's what it tells me. And I I I I I can't. I know. I can't with people and this fight. Are you a fireman? Let's review. Let's review. Gondola packed with tourists capsized in Venice after passengers refused to stop taking selfies. Then we have a self-professed healer (laughs) of slap therapy. (laughs) We had the Cleveland man who agrees to a 17.5 year sentence for running a drug ring from prison. Running drug ring on the outside of prison. On the outside from inside. And lastly, I'm sorry, the barber who started the Shoreview fire to get owner to move barbershop to Columbia Heights. Who's your biggest idiot, Angela? That's my biggest idiot. Really? Yeah. I, and this is, I'm going to tell you, I'm tempted by the gondola pack with tourists, but it's really not. I mean, I'm like, yeah, you're dumb, but any people are going to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that people are rolling these days. Slap workshop she did. <laughs> I gotta go with the slap workshop. It's just such, a, I'm telling you, we need to bring him here to this. I mean, once he's done with his sentence, <laughs> we gotta do a workshop because this man is a God among charlatans. He is a God. He is a God. Angela, there was a time in this country. There was a time. There was a time in this country. If somebody was slapping you, you hadn't paid them to do it. No. No, in fact, it was usually because you hadn't paid them at all. <laughs> like, that usually might be the reason you were getting slapped. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> I'm Frances Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to Idiot of the Week. Week, 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 week. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.